Hello and welcome to Sports Business Updates, the podcast that brings you the biggest sports business news from India. I'm your host Nilesh and in the first episode of 2023, episode number 31 of Sports Business Updates, I will cover three big news from the Indian sports industry featuring the growth of sports OTTs in India, esports sector of India getting a major boost from the government, the state of sponsorships at the BCCI, Shikhar Dhawan sets an entrepreneurial record and I'll wrap up the episode with news about cricket content on Indian television. There's a lot to update you all on about, so let's get into the details. So for my first update of 2023, I'd like to look back at 2022 and focus on the growth of sports on Indian OTT platforms. 2022 was a very exciting year for the OTT sector in India as platforms gained millions of subscribers. Key players like Disney Hotstar, Jio, Sony Live, Amazon Prime and Z amongst others have created hundreds of hours of content which includes web series, uh, Bollywood movies and regional content. But in the year 2023, the shift is going to be towards the dominance of sports content on these uh, OTT platforms. And I'd like to look at or give you guys an insight into what is happening in terms of uh, OTTs uh, creating sports content. So let's start with Sony Picture Networks India, uh, which is now called uh, Culver Max Entertainment Private Limited. Their app Sony Live uh, was on an overdrive to beef up its its uh, original sports content for televisions and digital services. In August, it signed a three-year deal uh, with the US Open to televise and stream tennis across the Indian subcontinent. They also extended its their partnership with England and Wales Cricket Board for the exclusive television and digital rights for six years up to 2028 for all the cricket that England plays. Uh, they also uh, tied up with uh, the Lankan, the Lanka Premier League, which is the Sri Lankan Premier League uh, for its digital rights, uh, which are limited for streaming in India and Sri Lanka. Sony Picture Networks India also have WWE as their prime property. India is uh, WWE's top three market in terms of views and engagement and, hold, and holding on to WWE and diversifying the offerings in regional languages will play a major role in retaining subscribers. Moving on to the next one, that is uh, Disney Star. Uh, Another massive OTT because they have a lot of cricket on it and uh, ISL and a few other sports that are on uh, television. Their aggressive bid for for four months, uh, which happened four months ago, uh, which backed them the TV and digital rights for all international uh, cricket councils, so ICC events from 2024 to 2027. Uh, at an estimated three billion US dollars, so they have the financial cloud behind them, and uh, investments like three billion dollars uh, can get them a lot of cricket to retain uh, sports fans, uh, especially in India. But the biggest mover in the sports OTT sector in India in 2022 has to be Reliance Industry and all the OTT platforms that they have. The highlight being them outbidding Disney Star for the IPL digital media rights for 20,500 crore rupees, 
Also for the first time, the digital rights of IPL were marginally higher than the traditional TV rights, which I reckon is the beginning of the shift in sports media rights and consumption on OTT platforms. So Reliance Industries has been very actively acquiring digital media rights for global sports like La Liga, NBA, Serie A, ATP, WTA and uh, most recently Viacom 18, which is a Reliance-backed channel, used Reliance Geo Cinema app to showcase FIFA World Cup being held in Qatar and also signed a seven-year partnership with Cricket South Africa for exclusive digital and TV rights for all international cricket from 2024 to 2031. Uh, According to media experts in India, there are 400 million mobile phone users in the country with reasonably cheaper data the demand for sports content viewership is expected to grow and sports also help in converting free advertising-led video on demand users to subscription-led video on demand users so potentially there are 400 million uh, award subscribers uh, but according to omax there are only 49 million uh, SWOT audience audiences in India. So the only 49 million uh, subscriber-led video-on-demand users in India. Considering the digital, that digital is the future of broadcasting, there's a lot of scope for converting AWOT to SWOT customers in India, but there will be challenges like live sports on television and costs for subscriptions that need to be mitigated in order to onboard subscribers in 2023. So uh, it's a very exciting year, as I said, and uh, this fight for gaining subscribers is something that we will keenly watch out and keep uh, keep uh, talking about throughout the year. So that was the first update for 2023. Moving on to a second update, which is about esports in India getting a massive boost from the government. Uh, so 2022 has ended with a bang for the esports sector in India as the government of India has recognized esports as a part of uh, multi-sports events. So what does this mean? It basically means that esports will no longer be piled onto the gaming umbrella term, which became a part of, uh, and it became a part of the Department of Sports under Ministry of Youth Affairs and Sports, just like any other sports in India. So uh, for, for many years, uh, Esports has been cup has been you know uh, sort of banged up into the category of gaming, and uh, gaming is quite an uh, you know uh, broad category in India, uh, and quite grey because uh, real money gaming uh, also falls under gaming, and esports somehow has been seen as uh, you know uh, as a as as that that side of gaming. Uh, but things have changed now. I think uh, everyone in the esports sector in India has lobbied really hard to try and get the government to uh, to give esports a, a separate category, uh, which which uh, which makes sense because you know esports is about com- competition. Uh, there are multiple games, uh, so when you're competing uh, for for trophies and cash prize. Uh, just like any other sport, you know, it made more sense to have esports falling into uh, into into a multi-sport category rather than uh, gaming. So, which is you know, this is this is great uh, news, and it's come at the at, at a very good time because of the growth of gaming in India. 
according to a Dentsu report, the number of Indian gamers is expanding at a compounded annual growth rate of 12% and is expected to jump to 700 million gamers uh, in the financial year of 2025 compared to 507 million that were there in 2021. So the growth is really strong and uh, and that's why I said that this uh, whole shift has come at the right right time because now we, we'll possibly see more uh, you know a, a better infrastructure for for esports and uh, you know we'll see a lot more a uh, lot more youngsters uh, you know taking this up as a career and making good money out of it uh, if not at least competing with the best in india and hopefully the best in the world so uh, perfect timing uh, now it's just about uh, making sure that the right games that come under the esports e category are allowed in India. Uh, that would be the next step. But I'm sure 2023 is a year that we'll all watch these shifts happening in Indian esports. So that was uh, my update number two for 2023, the first episode of 2023. Moving on to update number three, which is about uh, two key sponsors of uh, the BCCI finding themselves in commitment difficulties. Uh, so there are reports doing the rounds in India that Baiju's will exit their sponsorship deal with the BCCI in March and the BCCI has accepted the request for, for the same. This news comes straight after Baiju's had extended its sponsorship deal with BCCI until 2023 end for 55, uh, for 55 million dollars. Uh, its original deal term with the BCCI expired in March 2022. Um, as per the new as per the news, uh, as per the news between the BCCI and Baiju's, the edtech major is roughly paying 10% more than what Oppo was paying on per match basis, uh, based on the sponsorship deal that they extended. But uh, Baiju's has seen a slow growth after two years of hyper growth, and there are other troubles the edtech company is facing, which is affecting their business to an extent that they are cutting out on additional expenditures, especially the marketing expenditures around sports and sports sponsorships. And uh, and they're about to uh, experience the after effects. Uh, and, you know, and, and it's only normal that BCC, that they exited the BCCI sponsorship deal, uh, which was the starting point, really. Uh, besides Baiju's, it is also reported that MPL, uh, which is uh, Mobile Premier League, uh, it's, it, it, it is BCCI's kit sponsor, and they're looking to exit the deal, too passing on to pass, passing on the the existing deal onto the uh, current kit actual kit manufacturers uh, so that uh, so those are the two deals that uh, you know are being reviewed and uh, hopefully there will be a, the apex body will uh, come together to uh, agree on or you know on a new sponsor for the indian cricket team as well as uh, uh, a new kit sponsor for the indian cricket team Anyway, I think the past few years have been very difficult for the BCCI on the commercial sponsorship front because of the choice of uh, sponsors that they had. Uh, of course, it made sense to, uh, you know, bring on uh, tech-based companies uh, to uh, to become partners. But uh, in hindsight, it has not worked out really well because because of the markets and how uh, things go up and down in the market, especially for these uh, tech companies. So uh, it's, it actually all started off with Paytm exiting their sponsorship deal, uh, which was promptly taken over by MasterCard. Uh, 
and now we have this news of Baiju's and MPL. But uh, Baiju is looking at an exit along with MPL to follow uh, makes us question uh, if the fintech, edtech and gaming sector are the right sectors uh, to partner with for a right shoulder like BCCI um, and also what happens to what happens to the sponsorship deal values with traditional companies coming back into the game uh, who are much safer to uh, you know bet on in terms of uh, partners so uh, will the demand for the sponsorship fee come down will it stay the same will it go up I think there are a lot of questions that need to be answered but like I said the uh, BCCI's Apex Committee uh, will do a vigorous due diligence when they uh, announce their next sponsor. Uh, in my opinion, staying away from volatile sectors like edtech, gaming, blockchain would be a wise move. But uh, hey, who am I to say anything? It's just an observation from me. So uh, that was uh, update number three for episode 31. And in other news... Indian, Indian cricketer Shikhar Dhawan has become the first Asian sports person to launch a venture capitalist fund that will focus on innovations across the sports spectrum. The fund, which is around uh, 75 million US dollars, uh, is a global investment fund which consists of a green shoe option of 25 million US dollars. And uh, this announcement was made during the annual Abu Dhabi Global Market Finance Week. So congratulations, Shikhar Dhawan, on becoming a, a sports entrepreneur uh, with the fund that you have uh, and uh, I wanted to also uh, talk about uh, India's love affair with cricket uh, and it was even stronger in 2022 with the overall volume of live cricket content telecast in India which stood at 16,217 hours till the week of 40 till week 44 of 2022 uh, and uh, this has already crossed the 15,506 hours of live cricket that was shown in India in 2021. So the need for cricket content never stops, always grows. Hence cricket being, hence cricket is the biggest sport in India. Uh, so yeah, so these were the, the, you know, the other two news updates that I had. So uh, this brings me to the end of uh, episode 31 of Sports Business Updates. If you are listening to this part of the podcast, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to the updates from Sports Business Industry of India. If you are interested to, in listening to other episodes of Sports Business Updates podcasts, they're available on Spotify, Anchor, Google, Apple Podcasts, and all other leading podcast sites. So please listen to them and share them with your friends and colleagues. And just a quick reminder that I have launched an interview-based flagship podcast called Sports Nexus Podcast, the Sports Business Podcast, which features interviews of leaders in global sports business. The first episode featuring Ashley Artingal of Ice Skating Union is now streaming on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Google Podcasts and all other leading podcast sites. So don't forget to listen to the episode and uh, I'd like to wish you all a happy and successful 2023. Hope you all achieve all your dreams uh, that you've set out for in 2023. So uh, good luck. And thank you and goodbye and I'll see you soon on episode 32 of Sports Business Updates. Thanks.